0: G'day Groovers. I uh, hope you're having a good Chrissy New Year or whenever you bloody hear this. I mean, it could be June, couldn't it? We don't know when you're listening to this, but we're recording it just before Chrissy. Of course, this is uh, a continuation of the New Year Revolution program or series. That's not a program, is it at all? Because there's not a bloody instruction list or a to-do list. It's it's more me and Tiff today. Uh, hi, Tiff. Oh, hi, Habs. Uh just banging on, sharing some thoughts and ideas around how you might make 2023 um, a better year, whatever better means for you. If you want to do different, think different, be different, create different, learn new stuff, unlearn old stuff that's holding you back, challenge a few things, maybe create a new operating system, maybe think about your food or your exercise or your job or your career or your happiness or your relationships or your fucking purpose, something big and heavy duty like that. So this is just 10 days of me kind of thinking out loud of each each one of these. As you already know, if you've listened to one to five, it's going to be somewhere around 20 minutes. Like I said, it's not instructional. It's not advice. It's just really me thinking out loud about things that I think about that I think might be of value for you to at least consider. As we move into the New Year, Year, you know I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions per se, but having said that, I also need to acknowledge that it is typically a time of year where people do hit the pause button on work and the mayhem um, and reflect a little bit on what they did last year, 2022, what they might do in 2023, uh, as the case is where we're at right now. And how life might be a little bit different and what might be required to do that. Tiff, are you a um you a New Year's resolution per- I know you're not particularly, but do you do you have anything this year that you're thinking about next year?
1: No, no, nah, but you know what? Only only because this next year I'm next year I'm 40 harps. It's oh, a big four-o. So I'll be just looking out for just any repetitive. Stuff that I haven't, you know, that I've wheeled through the last four decades not changing or not doing. Having a few more holidays might be on the list.
0: Yeah. What did you, it, and and we're not meant to preamble because these are meant to be brief. So we'll be brief, but <laughs> fuck it, everyone. No one cares if it's 30 minutes, but let's not try. Um, <laughs> is there something that, just one thing that you look back on this year, and I'm sure there are 10 or 20, but where you go, that was pretty good. I, I did pretty good at that, or that was a good achievement, or that was good growth, or that was that was good letting go of that bullshit. Is there something that kind of comes to mind for you that you're kind of proud of that you did in twenty twenty
1: two? There's a lot. There's a lot, but I'm going to say the most recent one because I feel like it's it's less substantial on a kind of external side of things, but very substantial. Otherwise, I finally feel like I'm in a place right now. Where I can just go, everything's going really well, and I don't need to keep pushing for more. I can just get better at at, at letting things be and finding better ways to do them. Wow, I've nice. always been a little bit more manic, like more, 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 more. Got to do more. Got to find more. Got to produce more. Got to be more.
0: Mm, that's so true. Yeah, that's and it's so a true. big
1: shift, and it's nothing external's really changed, but yeah me sitting in the middle of that feels very different
0: for me three things came to mind when you said that self-awareness contentment and gratitude yeah you know for where you're at it's like you you make a really good point um which is almost ironic that point as we're talking about you know changing but it is sometimes the situation circumstance environment doesn't need to change sometimes the way we think about it the way we relate to it or us in the middle of it is what needs to change because why we're not having a good time in inverted commas <laughs> is sometimes not because our situation's not good but because our thinking about it is not good because our attitude or our lack of gratitude or mm-hmm. you know wherever we are is not where we want to be whatever we have is not enough whatever we earn is not enough whatever we look like we're not fucking happy we We really do sometimes make it very hard for mm. ourselves to be genuinely content and happy and fulfilled, despite how good our situation often is
1: yeah, it's very true, and I've had to really watch myself pick up on that because i mm. you mm. defend yourself into a shitty a shitty mindset or situation, you know mm. when people from the outside look in and say, "Oh, well done on this," I would pick myself up through the year almost feeling. Resentful to them for the them being so positive and like, no, this is hard. I'm not there yet. I'm not blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah. And then I'll be yeah. like, what's that about? You are doing good. You're okay. And
0: it and that's the thing is to like to keep that balance between you know self loathing. You don't want to be yeah, fuck. I'm an idiot. Why am I more happy? Fuck you, idiot. You know, there's not that that because that's more destruction, right? That's more emotional and psychological destruction. It's not healthy. You're not growing. It's not a positive. But to be able to go. Okay, as objective as I can be about my situation, which is kind of hard because I'm me and it's my situation, therefore it's an, a subjective interpretation. Mm. But as objective as I can be from the outside looking in, if I could do that, my life's pretty good. Yeah. You know, my my situation, my circumstance compared to many, many people. There's 8 billion people in the world, you know, um, if I can't remember the number, I think, well, the number used to be 36 American, 36,000 American dollars, right? So whatever that is, you know, 55,000 Australian or something. If you earn that, Mm -mm. you're in the top 1% of wealthy people on the planet. Yeah. Like 36 grand U.S. You're compared to most people in the world, you're fucking rich, you know, and not that it's all about that. We know that, but that Just that, that perspective when, um, you know, when shit happens and then all of a sudden all you wish or you want was for today to be like yesterday. Yep. I just want to go back to yesterday when this shit wasn't happening or this person wasn't sick or this bad thing hadn't happened or, you know, I wish it was yesterday, the day that I didn't really appreciate. Yes. Because if yep. it was yesterday, knowing what I know now, fuck, I'd be so grateful. Mm. And the only problem with yesterday was that I didn't have the gratitude because I didn't have the awareness or the perspective that I do today, Mm. you know. Um, all right, so today, day six of our pro of our non program is called Stepping Out of Groundhog Day. So, I want to run through a few things. Feel free to add, subtract, comment, Tiff. Um, so my observation over a lot of years of working with people, and as most of you know, so I started training. I started in gyms when I was 18, which was 41 years ago, writing programs, talking to people about their bums and legs and micros and macros and lifestyle and booze and weekend behaviors and thinking and attitudes and inspiration and motivation or lack thereof. So all the human stuff around doing, thinking, creating better. I didn't know what I was doing, to be honest, but I was in the middle of the conversation. And for me, that was more of a learning curve than university ever was. University is great, but face-to-face with human beings, talking to real people about real problems in real situations is a great way to learn if you're prepared to be a student. So for me, what I realized was that many of us, myself included, spend uh, a great deal of our lives in a version of emotional, psychological, and or behavioral Groundhog Day. So in other words, even though yesterday didn't really work in terms of you know whatever like with our food we didn't eat great yesterday and I want to be leaner and lighter and healthier and but I, nonetheless I ate shit yesterday and I get up today and I just do what I did yesterday it's because I'm in a groundhog dayness of poor uh, eating habits or exercise habits or mindset or whatever it is and so we can't step out of the thing that we can't acknowledge or don't recognise. Again, self-awareness, not self-loathing, not beating ourselves up. But um so how do we extricate ourselves from that continuum or that 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 not very fulfilling, rewarding, mind-numbing kind of continuity of of behavior and thought and existence that doesn't work? How do we get out of that? All right. So Tiff, you feel free to jump in. So mm-hmm. for me, the first thing is to as much as we can remove ourselves emotionally, which is impossible, but we can do it a bit to totally remove ourselves from our own stuff is impossible, but to try to consider what not, what's not working. Like on planet me, what's not working? And you don't need to be too tricky. So you might go, you know what's not working? Sleep, Sleep's not working. You might go, what, what's not working is this job. Now, that doesn't mean you've got to leave that job tomorrow because you have that awareness today. That means perhaps over time you can figure out one of two things. How do I make that job work for me so that I actually like it, enjoy it, get fulfillment, connection? I want to go to work. That's option one. Or option two is I get the fuck out and I go get another job or I create my own business. So, and and this this is the way that I think. So, for me, an example of that and probably for Tiff in some ways so I realized when I was young and I've said this many times but I realized in my very early 20s that me working for somebody for the next 45 years was a fucking nightmare of a consideration for me. I just didn't want to do it and it wasn't that I didn't want to work or I didn't like people. I just realized that I'm not that personality. I'm I want to create my own shit. I want to think for myself, make decisions for myself, try things, fail, succeed, fall down, get up, pain, pleasure, all of that. And I would rather do the shit that I'm fascinated with and be my own boss and make my own decisions and live in the paradigm that I've the work paradigm that I've created rather than live in someone else's version and try and just be a reflection of them. It's not bad. It's just not what I wanted. So, you know, that I recognized that early. And I did uh I guess eight years of groundhog day Working in someone else's system, which is fine, and then at 26, eight years into my working life, I stepped out of that that and I went, but I've got my own company now. And for me, that not only was that commercially and career-wise a good decision, not not immediately, I might add, but emotionally and socially and intellectually and developmentally, maybe the best thing I've ever done because. If you want to learn and grow and evolve and figure out how to be fucking resilient and adaptable and just navigate complexities and hard shit, then sign a five-year lease when you're 24 or five, uh, sorry, 25 or six, uh, open a business knowing fuck all and just roll your sleeves up and start. So for me, that was the steepest learning curve and still is that particular period of my life. So- how do we? How do we step out of Groundhog Day? Well, clearly we don't keep doing the thing that doesn't work, and we can't stop the, that without the recognition of it. And also, recognizing it doesn't mean we can change it today or tomorrow. But what it means is we can start thinking today about how do I change this. I had a uh, a guy who trained with me. I've told this once before on the show, but he is was an accountant. In fact, for a while he was my accountant, and um, he hated uh, being an accountant. And uh, I used to train him. I used to look after. I used to work with his figure, and he used to work with my figures. See what I did there? <laughs> and um, we were talking, and he's kind of. And I didn't blame him. I like, mate. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you sit in front of a computer screen. I don't know. I go, no disrespect. I'm glad that. I'm glad there are accountants in the world because I need you guys and girls. You're amazing, but fuck. I couldn't do it. And he just started telling me about what he hated. And, you know, he just like he did it. It paid the bills. So in a, on a on a level, it worked. Uh, on a financial level it worked, but on an emotional fulfillment, you know, um uh intellectual, uh, you know, it it didn't. It didn't. And I said, forget the fact that you're I don't know what he was. He was maybe forty three or four. I said, What would you have you heard this story, Tiff? No. No. Yeah, I said, what would you have done? Forget that you got a wife and three kids and blah blah. What would you like if you could just hit the reset and bu- reset button right now? Don't, it doesn't matter how ridiculous it is, or don't don't try to figure out a way. You know, and he goes, um, I'd be a vet. I go, I'd be, you'd be a vet, and he goes, I fucking love animals. He goes, I love animals. I and he does. He loves animals. He's an animal lover, and and I said this why don't you today, uh, in between fucking debits and credits or whatever the fuck accountants do, I still don't know, all the numbery <laughs> shit, right? I said, why don't you inquire about uh, enrolling in vet science as a part-time student because he already had, you know, he had a, a undergrad degree and a postgrad degree, obviously not in science, but still he had a, an academic record, which helps. Anyway, the quick version is, that dude studied uh, vet science over, I think it was started uh, started like not that long after we spoke, and it took him six years, but he became a vet. And now he's a vet. He's a vet, and he fucking loves it. And he became a vet at like 52.
1: How great right? is that?
0: But, and all of that, not because of me, but all of that started because of a conversation where someone like tim it's like oh what would people think i couldn't do it and da, 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 and i'm saying mate don't become a vet tomorrow but this is my thinking okay mm. you're 45 let's say you're 45 and you're doing something that you don't love to do that's okay there's no criticism in that but what would you love to do oh, i'd love to become a vet or i'd love to become i'd love to do a psych degree as a shout out to leon from queensland if he listens to this because he was in my workshop recently and we had this very conversation right? And I'll tell you his story momentarily. But anyway, so out of that conversation, that dude made a decision, that dude enrolled and he worked and did part. So he kept doing the thing that paid the bills and he did his part-time study, fucking loved it. And then eventually kind of jiggled and jangled the two areas, that the accounting and the vet science. And then Uh, When the time was right and the financial reality was right, he stepped out of one and into the other Um, and now makes more money than he did, but I don't think that's the issue. Makes more money than he did, loves what he does, uh, has no plans of retiring anytime soon, and he's not a young man, but he fucking loves it, right? But all of that is possible, but it's not easy. And sometimes to step out of Groundhog Day or that that kind of repetitious, not very fulfilling existence that we live in, it, it takes a moment. And it takes – and I said to Leon, this guy that was uh, – and there'll be someone definitely from the workshop who heard this, but Leon was in the same boat. He's a trainer, very good, got his own business, but always wanted to do psychology. But basically, I think he's 45. And on the day I was saying, yeah, like almost – his energy was the ship sailed, right? And I No, 46. And I said, how old are you? And he goes, I'm 46. And I said, well, here's a couple of things I can tell you as a matter of fact. I said, five years from today, Leon, you are going to be one of two things, 51 years old or dead, right? Let's hope you're not dead. What's true, right? (laughs) Same with you and me. Yep. Like I'm going to be, I don't even want to say, fucking old or dead, (laughs) right? So he's going to be uh, 51 or dead. Now, let's go with the option that you're 51. Now you're going to be 51 with a psych degree or without it. Mm-hmm. What do you want to be? Because in a minute, you're going to be 51 and you're going to go, fuck, I wish when I had that conversation with Craig that I had have gone home, done some inquiring, gone online, spoken to a few people, blah, 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 and enrolled or applied, right? Right. He was enrolled in a psych degree the next day. Boom. Enrolled. And I think he's already studying, right? Because the way that you can study now is so much more flexible and accommodating. But you can't step out of Groundhog Day by sitting on the couch fucking crossing your fingers hoping shit will start, Mm. you know, or shit will present itself or opportunity will knock on the door. And for me, there's so much... You know, there's so much irony in that we are very cognitive, cerebral, creative, conscious creatures living largely unconsciously. And by that, I mean we're just in this routine. And if it's a routine that makes you happy and fulfilled and healthy and awesome, great. But if it's not a routine that does that, then why are you doing the routine? And if you say to me because, oh, it's hard, I go, yes, it's hard. Next of course it's fucking hard everything that you want to do be create that's significant everything that you want to change that's significant is hard talk to an addict who's now clean fucking nightmare getting clean talk to someone who built a big business from nothing it's a fucking nightmare talk to any phd student it's highly unpleasant like talk to tiff who's up to 500 episodes of roll with the punches who for the first 200 episodes, pulled her hair out and didn't know what the fuck she was doing. Same with Melissa and I over here. Like It's it's all of that. It's like shit is hard. So we go, cool, um, I'm either going to step into it, I'm going to make, and by the way, eventually things get easier and better and more fun, but there is a period of time when we're stepping out of the Groundhog Danis where it's not fun, it's not quick, quick, it's not certain, it's not familiar, it's not easy, and that's just where the magic happens
1: on the on the i want to comment on the hard thing because when yeah. you said you had that conversation and you and you go i could never do that and i was i think the same thing i'm like i could never do that and mm. you think about you're the guy that does hard like you mm. do hard mm. yet i think about the 6 years and what would been would have been harder for him to do the 6 years of just being the accountant or yes. go to the 6 years of being the accountant whilst studying on top of that, that surely would have been easier, though the circumstances were harder. 100%. 100%. It's
0: really interesting. We think about also, like, (laughs) there's, there's our potential, as in what is possible for TIFF. I mean, I'm being silly here, but let's say you had someone on your podcast or we interviewed someone on this podcast and you got inspired as fuck. And you went, you know what? This is crazy, but I want to do medicine. <laughs> like 100%, you could be a doctor by the time you're 47 or eight if you were willing to do whatever it took and do the work.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. is that easy? Is it likely? No. Is it fun? No. Is it, but is it possible?
1: Yeah.
0: Is everyone in Australia who's a doctor smarter than Tiff? Definitely not. Right. Mm. It's like, what do you want and what will you do to get what you want? And if you won't do the work or you're not prepared to do the hard thing, that's okay. Just get comfortable with Groundhog Day and don't complain about Groundhog Day. Embrace it. But if you want to get out of it, then you need to be willing to do what's required to get out of it. We'll leave it there. That is day six. Uh, Don't eat too much Chrissy cake, you fuckers, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.